0: What's cooking up in the kitchen? Am I smelling that soul food? Oh yes, it is soul food. The spiritual food for your spiritual nourishment. And you know what? This food will never expire. Never expire? I need this food every day. You are listening to these spiritual-based podcasts. There are many podcasts. But this one here is to satisfy your soul, to feed your spiritual hunger. Are you hungry for God? Don't let your soul be hungry. No matter where you are, whatever you are doing now, at work, home, or on the go, you can still listen here and right now, the uh, Soul Food Podcast. Don't let ever your soul to go hungry. It's It's time time for some 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 soul food. Well, dear friends, may the Lord Jesus Christ bless you, your household, wherever you are. Today I would like to address this message for those who are failing in life. And I will show to you today the reason why you are failing in life. You are failing or consider to be a failure because you believe in God, but you don't believe in yourself. Yes, you do believe in God, don't you? You believe in God, but you don't believe in yourself. You are always saying, I do not qualify, I don't have skills, I don't have education. That's why I don't succeed. And when you see others succeeding, you say, no, this is not for me. I cannot make it. That person is better than I. That's why he is successful and I am a failure. When you say so, or when you have these kinds of thoughts in your mind, it shows that you believe in God. But you don't believe in yourself. Now I have a question for you. How can you say that you believe in God? You don't see God. Do you see God? No, you don't. God is spirit. Spirit is invisible. How can you say that you believe in God, in someone that you do not see, and you don't believe in yourself? Because every morning, when you come before the mirror, you see yourself. And you don't believe in someone that you can see. How can you believe in someone that you don't see? You don't see God. So my friend, it's time for you to believe in yourself, in your own potential. You have to believe in your potential. You have to believe that you can make it. I know you read the Bible. You go to one church. You speak to the pastor, to the priest, to the father but you do not believe in yourself. That's why you depend on the pastor's prayer. You depend on the priest. You read the Bible from cover to cover, but you don't succeed at all. Why not? Because of this lack of self-esteem. You have to believe in yourself. Believe that you can make it. And when you start believing yourself, your life begins to move forward and God will help you. God does not help, does not bless someone that does not believe in himself. Believe in God and believe in yourself. You can make it. That is my advice for you. May the Lord Jesus Christ, the God of the Bible, bless you, I wish you to have a good one.
1: Do you need food for your soul? Don't stop listening, soul food has more to feed you. You are listening to Soul Food with Bishop Joshua, we'll be right back. If you have been enjoying this podcast, share it with a friend or family member. Is like a circuit switch once you believe you are something you actually embody it you embody that feeling if you were god forbid in a coma and you woke up and you didn't really have a memory and you were told that you used to be a navy seal and they want you back now when you're healthy Do you think you'd act differently and hold yourself differently, conduct yourself differently, and have a different self-concept of who you are than if you were told you were a piano instructor? Being successful in life is all about having the proper belief system in who you are, truly believing that you are something unique, that you are something special in that field. If you truly believe inside of you that you are one of the best actors in the world, you will be entirely different than if you're like, I hope I'm good. Your expressions will be totally different, your tone of voice. You'll talk in a more convincing fashion. You will use your natural voice instead of a scripted one. You'll be more emphatic. You'll be more real, more relatable. Our brain is like a circuit. And so if we introduce it with the proper wiring, you're gonna go straight to your target. If you're unsure about who you are, then your dreams, your goals, they will never become a reality. Everyone has mental doubts in life, internal conflicts, even the most successful people that you look up to. But they don't live there. It's how you handle those negative thoughts in that exact moment and overwhelm them with positive action. And that comes with this utmost confidence in yourself that you can handle the situation trust in yourself that you are better than the moment continue to listen to soul food we have a story coming up next to share with you
2: I was leaving for the military in August of 2020. I ended up going to basic training. I went to tech school. So I take this vape. I told him to pass it to me. I take it and I start hitting it. And I'm like, what did I just do? Like, that's how much my heart was racing. And I knew God was real. I knew he was just letting me know, like, you know, I can take away your breath right now. My life was crazy, I was in the world, Um, but the funny thing is I actually knew Jesus. I knew him when I was younger, I knew him growing up, I was always in church. My parents raised me to be in church, you know, we went every Sunday. Um, I grew up at a really loving, you know, prophetic church with pastors that love me and looked at me as if I was their own child, like having a lot of church family and friends is how I actually grew up and I love the Lord. I would get so excited to talk to him when it came to my classmates. I would talk about him to people uh, all the time. Then as time went on, I strayed away from him through middle school insecurity, through being accepted in high school and then going into the world. But you know, when you're young, you don't fully understand who God is. You're not fully gonna comprehend the Bible. So it was a lot to take in for me, but I knew he was real. I knew Jesus was my Lord and savior. I can't remember an exact time where I accepted him into my heart. I probably did it multiple times, but I believed in him and I knew he was there and I knew he was real. And I would always, it was kind of weird how young I was. I would look in the mirror and I would just look, look in there at like five years old. And I'd be like, why did God send me on this earth? I just knew I had a purpose and I didn't know what it was. And I would always be so excited to figure out what that purpose would be. And now I'm finally at that point. So, you know, that goes on. I remember I never had any issues with, you know, any disbelief with God from kindergarten. to I would say like fifth grade, there was no, nothing bad really in my mind. There was nothing going on that made me upset or believe that God isn't real. but. You know i feel like it was always a battle with the enemy it's like the angel on your right shoulder and then the devil on your left shoulder you know how it is in cartoons that's how i feel like my life started to look like especially in middle school so there was no reason for me to be upset but then i started to just have like This attitude towards my life, towards my family, towards God. I was a really outgoing kid, you know, like through kindergarten, through fifth grade. I didn't have a problem talking to people. But then middle school, just all this insecurity came in. And I know that it was lies from the enemy filling my head. I would be so sad all the time for no reason. And I know that was the devil getting to me about my looks, getting to me about my personality. And when you're chosen by God and he sets you apart, sometimes it can be hard because the people around you like classmates and students in school they don't understand your walk with the lord or they don't understand you going to church every sunday so they'll pick on you and stuff So I just became really insecure with my faith, I guess, my looks. I feel like the devil wanted me to believe that I was ugly. He picked at every imperfection, and I believed that those imperfections were true and that didn't make me beautiful. I started to um, compare myself a lot. I would always feel like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I have what they have? Or something so simple as, why can't I um, go on vacations on summer vacation? I always felt like my life was boring. And then I started to compare myself with the friends that I had and the way their parents treat them. I started to believe my parents don't love me as much as they say they do. And that's not true at all, but the devil started to fill my mindset with those things and made me have this attitude that you know, life isn't anything to be grateful for. So I started to have this um, animosity towards my parents and they just weren't fulfilling the love languages that I needed, which were like spending time and, you know, uh, words of affirmation, stuff like that. But I finally learned that your parents can only love you as much as they have been loved before. So it's not to talk bad about them at all. They did nothing wrong. It's just that lie from the enemy filled my mind because they weren't spending time with me. I felt like they didn't love me as much, which was not true. They were hardworking, getting things done. We didn't have as much back then. And that's just one of the things that I was dealing with. So as I'm dealing with that, I remember specifically, there's this time in middle school. I was like counting down the amount of years I had till I was 18. And one of the things that also made me have that animosity was because they were strict. whole time I know now it's to protect me, but I saw how everyone in middle school and high school was living. They could do different things that I couldn't, you know, and I just felt some type of way off of that and it made me isolated from everybody else. I wasn't able to hang out with everybody else or do things like everybody else. So that made me want to rush the process of being 18 and doing things my way and not having parents to tell you what to do. So I remember I calculated how many years I have till I turn 18 I times it by 365 and then my equation was you know I have 1000 something days until I turn 18 and I can leave this house And it was so dramatic and I remember I was crying but I was you know I didn't have a calendar where I marked each day off but I just remember doing that and that just shows how much I couldn't wait to turn 18. So as time goes on I get into high school I was in sophomore year and this was kind of like a turning point for me because I started to put my value into my looks I started to have you know what they call a little glow up or whatever so my teeth got straight my skin was clearing up you know I had really long hair and that brought a lot of attention towards me and as A girl that never got that attention, I didn't know how to handle it once it was given to me. And this was attention from boys. I'm not even gonna say men, boys. And that that attention was not good. It was lustful attention. It was disrespectful attention. It was attention that was not the attention that God gives you, you know? And I didn't know how to decipher that with not having any attention and feeling ugly in middle school. And now I'm starting to feel good about myself and all these boys are trying to talk to me and say things to me and I was bold about it. I would say things back and I would, you know, entertain it. And I didn't realize that God didn't create me to say those things. Like I knew I I would feel convicted and I would be like, I know that I'm not supposed to entertain this kind of stuff, but it's like, I like the attention too so it's always been a battle it's like I know what's right and I know what's wrong but I don't want to do right because it's boring or because I don't want to look lame something like that so anyways I started to see how it wasn't right and then I started to realize like you know I was raised to wait till marriage I was raised to wait for somebody who loves you and get married and wait on a husband don't give your virginity to anybody stuff like that and so I had those standards I had that those seeds planted into me but and was I going to apply it though so I was get upset now I'm getting depressed because I see how these boys don't really like me or love me or want to be with me it's just about sex it's just Mm. about getting me or something so I start to get really upset because now I'm seeing everyone in relationships again and they're more serious than it was in middle school and I'm like what's wrong with me why can't I have a boyfriend why can't someone love me and why can't I have somebody to love me and because I wasn't getting the love that I wanted to from my family I guess I wanted to try to find it in a relationship. And so I didn't know how to have a relationship with Jesus. I didn't know how to seek that relationship with him. So I was trying to find it in boys. And so um, moving on, I go to my junior year of high school and someone that I never expected to like me back or have an interest in me ended up wanting to talk to me. And so we ended up talking and we ended up being in a relationship. And um, he was telling me all this stuff like, you know, I'm the most loyal girl he's ever had. And there's nobody else like me. And I do believe that was true but then again you know it was something that comforted me to know i'm finally worth it to Mm. somebody i ended up getting my heart broken because he ended up cheating on me and i didn't know how to take that it's like god what am i doing what's wrong with me why can't i keep people around why can't i have friends why can't i do what everybody else is doing because mind you before that happened as well i would always try to be like everybody else, sneak around my strict parents' household and do things. But every single time I did something, I got caught or something bad happened. And I started to feel like, God, do you, do you not like me or something? Do you hate me? Because I see everyone else doing stuff and it's always, I get my heart broke. I get betrayed or something bad happens to me. Like, why can I do what everybody else is doing? I'm confused at this point. Cause I'm like, yeah, I get it. God is real. But like, it's like he has something towards me because I can't get away with nothing. I can't just live my life and have fun time goes on now I'm a senior you know I created more soul ties with some people and I'm just at this point where I'm heartbroken I feel like I have no friends I'm ready to be successful and I had a lot of pride when it came to my success because my plan at the end of the day even when I did my little calculation with how many days I'm gonna turn 18 my plan was to go to the military my dad was in the military and he served 20 years in the Air Force and he always told me that's the best option for you is to you know just do for a year go to the Air Force and get get your benefits, go to school. And so ever since I was like 12, that was my plan. And this time was finally coming. I'm a senior. I already signed the papers to go into the Air Force. And I'm really excited because I finally get to do what I've been wanting to do, be free, do what I want to do at 18, not have nobody tell me what to do. And I had this mentality and this pride of like, I'm going to be the most successful person to come out of Lake Forest High School. And I'm going to make all this money. And I'm going to be, you know, this insta That's going to have all this stuff, and you know, just all this stuff in my head. But I knew I had to keep God first. I knew I had to actually invest my relationship with Him because of the people that were around me my pastors, my family, my church family, you know, always telling me, put God first, and everything else will line up. We will be right back with more of this story here on Soul Food Podcast. I know I can't fully follow him if I have these desires in my heart to party, to drink, to smoke, to have sex, to have relationships. I knew I can't fully be in tune with God if I'm doing those things. So it's always back and forth, back and forth. I was leaving for the military in August of 2020. I was ready to go. And then, you know, leaving your family and stuff is harder than it seems. So it was really emotional to finally do what, um you know, I've been waiting for and to finally separate from them and everything. But I ended up going to basic training. I went to tech school and then I came back home and then my duty station was going to be Alaska. So I get to Alaska. Everyone's telling me to be careful, depression. I'm like, I'm not going to, receive or proclaim any of that I'm just gonna continue to put God first and pray to him read the word and so during quarantine in Alaska I was reading my word you know the Bible app has different plans I started doing those plans writing down any revelations that I would have but I also started to get confused and started dibbling and dabbling with new age stuff so it was like I believed in God but I was also believing in like the universe and chakras opening up and like um manifesting things and writing them down 10 times And those things will happen. And like it was, I was just so confused. And I believed in like crystals. And I remember this one time I was looking up how to open your chakras. And right after I got out of that YouTube video, I get on Instagram and I seen someone repost a post on their story. And it was like New Age spiritually, spirituality is not real. Do not do these things. It is a deception from the devil. He's trying to make things look like they're good and you know spiritual when the whole time it's demonic and it's witchcraft and i remember i looked at my phone and i was like yo i think god is telling me to stop like i'm not supposed to be doing any of that right because i knew the truth i knew when i was convicted and i feel like the holy spirit let me see that post to stop but i'm stubborn so i didn't go too deep into it but it was something that i would look into all the time like the crystals and everything i think it was really getting trending like viral at the time i remember in 2020 it was quarantine so people were finding their self and everything and Mm. I saw a lot of different posts about it and yeah I just remember seeing it a lot on social media like people talking about how to get their get to your goals and you know manifesting them and having crystals to protect you and stuff and I, I just don't remember specifically how it happened but I know it was a lot of new age things happening and people were posting about it like how to meditate and opening up your chakras is important stuff like that and so I would actually go into um trying to meditate and there was this meditation I would actually do to try to go to sleep and I knew something was demonic about it because I went into like a sleep paralysis when I was doing this meditation it was a sleeping talk down thing and then it had like these freak Frequencies that are supposed to help you in your sleep. But I, I had sleep paralysis. I was in a dream and I couldn't wake myself up. And I thought my sister was screaming at night. And um, it was like this really loud scream that was like, you know, she needed help kind of thing. But I couldn't get myself out to wake up and um, get up and check on what was happening. But I ended up falling back asleep. But I remember I woke up and I was like, it didn't sit right with me that that happened. So I know that the new age spirituality, that's one open door for demons. So that's that's just an example of um, one of the things that I realized, like, it's it's not good. So I'm in Alaska. My address is literally the North Pole. I start working my job and my job in the military. I just wanted to feel the presence of the Lord. Like I was just hungry for God. And he told me, um, you've been set aside. You're going to help so many people in your generation. And I just remember from that day is when I fully just felt like this surrender, this full surrender, like, God, I only want to do what you want me to do. And I just knew from that day that I had this big purpose, something was just telling me, you have this big purpose, you know, there's gonna be a light at the end of the tunnel and all I have to do is just keep going. And it was hard because I saw how some people were leaving my life that were my friend. And whole time they weren't because I started to get closer to God and not do the things that I used to. Now it's, oh, you think you're better than everybody else because you're close to God. You think you're this and that because you're, you're having this relationship with Him when it was just me changing. And sometimes people can take your change as, you thinking that you're better than everybody the whole time. It's not. It's just you don't tolerate what you used to before. And so it was hard because nobody understood me. So I prayed to God and I was like, God, just give me one friend that can understand this walk with you and can, you know, be be a woman that understands my testimony And the things that I went through And this, this calling that I have You know, it says it in the Bible When you seek first the kingdom of God All else will be added unto you And God really changed my life Throughout last year Because I was going through all this heartbreak I was going through all this pain All this, you know this struggle and stuff and as i went through that i never thought that i would be able to you know feel the presence of the lord and feel his love again that is all in all my testimony and i just want to tell people about him because I knew about him but I didn't know what it would take to have that relationship with him and now that I'm fully in a relationship with the Lord I'm I'm engaged to Jesus until someone replaces this ring I'm just so happy and I have so much joy sharing my story it took a lot for me to have the boldness to even do this to testify to get in front of people and worship the Lord it takes time it's a process but it's a process that's worth it because yeah. at the end of the day I used to think you know, if I were to die right now, I don't know if I'll go to heaven. I used to think that. And I was going to church. and I was, you know, getting told about the Lord my whole life, but I never knew if I was going to go to heaven or not. And it says it in the Bible, if you're lukewarm, if you're hot— If you're cold um, or if you're neither hot or cold, he'll spit you out his mouth. And so that's what I was for a long time, lukewarm. And now that I'm fully invested with the Lord, I can truly say if someone had a gun to my head, I would just say, God, if it's your time, just, you know, just take me because I know where I'm going. And I want that feeling for everybody because you never know how your words can encourage somebody to even just save their life. So that is my story. And Yeah, this is just the beginning.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening in. That's all the soul food we have to share today. Stay tuned for the next episode on soul food and keep your notifications on. Share this episode with your friends and family to feed their souls. Give the food that lasts forever.